How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're going no huddle. With the midday show, no huddle. The best the NFL has to offer. Let's go now, let's go! Set. <laughs> this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Uh, an abbreviated edition of the NFL No Huddle as we'll get to a, a break here a little bit early so we could get a commercial in. And then on the other side of the break, Terry Fontenot, Falcons general manager, is going to join us live from Indianapolis as they are getting ready to, uh, to take in the, the scouting combine. Watch the guys work out. Interview these guys. Yeah. Get to know them a little bit. Let's find out another quarterback who doesn't want to compete, Drake May. Yep, don't want to compete. These kids these days don't want to compete. No spirit of competition yes, whatsoever. Don't want to compete. Except for guys have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He just doesn't want to throw or work out. Yeah. But he's going to have medical examinations. Mm-hmm. That's competitive. Turn and cough. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. No, they don't do that. Oh, they don't. Do yeah, that? they don't. What do they do? It's more uh, X-ray than everything. Oh. X-ray, EKGs. It ain't like oh, like internal stuff. Yeah, it ain't the old like <laughs> when you get your sports physical at the damn. Uh, at the drugstore. It's not as easy as that. Yeah, dude. I re- Just to get your physical bruh, sheet signed so you could bruh, play bruh. sports in high that school. Was all, I don't care what nobody says. That was, like, leave me alone, dog. <laughs> I mean, that was always, I'm telling you, I had, I, I played that long, and I, all these physicals that I had, because you always got to get one when you come in sure. to the season. Not one time has that ever happened in the NFL. Okay. Not one time. When I was not a kid, time. when I was younger, um, our family doctor was actually one of my really good friend's moms. Yeah. Which was fine until puberty. And then I think everyone sort of made the realization, like, yeah, we should probably part ways. Yeah. Like, you know, annual physical for high school sports. You probably don't want to go see your friend's mom. Exactly. Yeah. So your your friend's mom saw you jump? 
once. <laughs> but that was unrelated to the physical. Oh no, it, it was. It was the. It was. I was, was just kidding. To the physical. I didn't have sex with my friend's mom. I'm just kidding. Oh, um, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, it was the. It was like the first physical of high school, and I was like, I think that was uncomfortable for everyone. We probably shouldn't do that again. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. sitting there at her damn at her dinner table eating macaroni, yeah. and she's in your junk. And just the day before, yeah, yeah she yeah. turned and coughed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, we we. Uh, yeah, I'd be very uncomfortable. We should have realized before, you know. Did, you, did Barbara make you do it? Well, I had to get a physical. Did we didn't. Take- we didn't think about it really. It was like, all right, this is the doctor we go to. Right. Got to get a physical for sports. Right. Get one. And she told you to drop. I mean, you do. I don't remember what it all was, but you know, they, they touch him stuff. You all know. right. Okay. I'm, but it wasn't like it wasn't like bad. It was, you know. I'm not scarred. Okay. We don't have to sue anybody. All right. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying that's what it was. Okay. So that's not what. Uh, it's not what. Not what Drake May's having happen, huh? Okay. Not doing that? No, he's not doing it. He's not doing it. All right. You just move on then? Yep. Okay. Here's Steve Weiss talking about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I tell you what, if he's available the first day of free agency, I could see Atlanta being played with Baker Mayfield. He played in a system like no. Jack Robinson. Remember when he came right. to L.A.? And he was really good. I mean, he came in with four or five games left, started on a week's worth of practice, and was really good. And I think what Dave Canales did with him down in Tampa last year, his confidence now is probably where it should be. So I think Baker Mayfield would actually be an excellent fit. I don't know if it's going to happen, but Tampa, if they want to compete and roll with it one more time with that roster that they have, which is aging, they better lock him up because first day of free agency, he might be gone. Now let Tampa have him. Yeah. Yeah, let's have him. That's all theirs. Yeah, let me have him. You guys go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. That's not real, is it? No. I know Steve Weiss knows what he's talking no, about. No, but... no, 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 no. Let Tampa have him. Yeah, let Tampa have him. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the re- the revital. I mean, he's better than Desmond yeah, Ritter, yes, but yes. that's, again, the re- that's not the bar here. The revitalization of quarterbacks' careers is very, very tricky when you talk about going to get him to be your start quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it works sometimes. Like it worked with it worked with Baker, okay, but it don't work a lot, right? It don't work out a lot. But uh, no, no offense to Baker, he had a really nice year yeah. last year, and, and, and congratulations mm-hmm. to him. He had bounced around the league but and all that kind of stuff. There's a with Baker. There is, there's but, but, but there's also I have to feel like he's being graded a little bit on the curve of what the quarterback position was in the NFL the last couple of years, right? Like quarterback play was was not good across no. the league. No. Like Baker Mayfield was better than average because average was what? Yeah, I mean, if you consider all these damn backup quarterbacks that play. Exactly. Yeah. That's, and again, like, Baker deserves this and, and the credit that he's getting and all this and whatever contract he gets, but, like, that's not that's not a good enough that's not a good enough answer for me from the Falcons. I don't, I don't think that that can be what they do. Now, again, maybe you get on down the list of, like, we wanted to do this, didn't work, we wanted to do that, it didn't work, we wanted to do this, it didn't work, and that's what you get left with, but you got to do better than that, hopefully. Here's Russell Wilson talking about his goals remaining in his career. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else. I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win, too. Well, I think that, you know, the thing Russ is doing, he's not burning bridges. You know, he's not doing that. Well, you, you never know. Except in that's Seattle. Yeah. That bridge but is me, torched. But, but, but me, I don't, and it might not be because Russ is going to be back. Russ is one of the best players to ever play. They're probably the best quarterback that's ever played for the Seahawks. So those are type things. Definitely. That, those are the type things that will get smoothed out over time. Maybe. That will. It will. It'll get smoothed out. Sean Alexander's never been back. Yeah, huh? Sean Alexander's never been back. 
That organization's weird, man. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. It'll work out. Sean will be back one day. Sean ain't never rose the flag? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, it'll Maybe. be. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Russ, you know, he's just playing it like he's supposed to. I mean, uh, we talked, Sean Payton already said that, um, you know, the next two weeks, because his, uh, that uh, his not this year's salary, but his 25 salary is guaranteed if he's on the roster uh, by the star freeze or maybe a day or so after. So they're going to move that. That's 60-some guaranteed millions, and they're going to get rid of that. And then he goes back to Russ being a free agent and Russ to get deciding where he wants to go, uh, who's pursuing him, and when you're pursuing him, how much are you giving him? Now, if I'm Denver, I'm waiting till the last second to make this move because maybe you might find a, a dummy. I yeah. doubt it. Yeah, maybe you, may, you, may find a you get a desperate general manager yeah. who now, makes a bad decision. Yeah, my thing with it, Andy is if Russ is willing, because he said he – I haven't heard Russ say this out of his mouth because he's still talking about Denver. Is Russ willing to take the vet minimum, even though he's getting all his money from Denver, is he willing to take the vet minimum to play for somebody? If that's what it comes to, I'm sure he will. Okay. But I don't think that's – he probably doesn't want to. No, that's what I'm saying. You know? Like – Oh, because uh, I keep saying, oh, Russ is going to play for the league minimum and, and bit league vet minimum. We sure? I have no idea. Oh. How does that work in terms of him getting all of his money from Denver? Well, as long as, and like, basically, what he, basically like? what, whatever he gets is deducted from what Denver owes him. So if he gets $5 million, they owe him $34 million. Oh, so then he doesn't, what does he care? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get it all anyway. That's what I'm saying. Right? But I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's a, like, Russ already been humbled. This is like, you know, you go from making 40 to 5. Yeah, but he's still getting forty. But he's still getting forty. But it's but then you look at it as a man. Sure. Yeah, like damn, I'm gonna get five. <laughs> but then if you could go to that team and the team's good and they have to spend less money on the quarterback because you're there making and the I, league and minimum. That's why I said but Russ is not Russ is not going Russ is going to a team like Atlanta or Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't see him going to. Dude, Russ taking the league minimum is like the best thing he could do I, I, for that team. I don't see him going to Vegas. No, nah. I see him. I see Atlanta, Pittsburgh. And we know Pittsburgh is. We gotta go. I know Pittsburgh is saying they don't want to bring in somebody who wants to start for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Mm. It's gonna be interesting. Giants, where he ends maybe. Because this kind of it. Like he's got to play good. Yeah. Otherwise, that's that, and then yeah. it's over. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll come back. Uh, no, Terry Fontenot going to join us next. Raheem Morris going to join us at twelve forty-five. Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot joins the show. Coming up next. Do not go anywhere. Sports Radio ninety-two nine. The game. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Right now, back to more Andy and Randy. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game, midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Tuesday afternoon, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. You right? yeah, I keep hitting the wrong button. I keep hitting the cough button. I keep hitting the home button. <laughs> You're turning your mic on just to cough. That's good. That's oh, what people man. know. Duh. You got to clear your throat Ooh. before we get Terry Fontenot like, in here. Why does it keep coming in my ear? <laughs> Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot going to join us uh, just a minute or two from the combine as uh, they're up there meeting with the media, getting ready to interview a whole bunch of different prospects, watch these guys work out, all that good stuff. Uh, Raheem Morris is going to join us in about half an hour as well. So over the next 45 minutes or so, jam-packed with Atlanta Falcons brain trust conversations. That's funny because we it, it, and we do it just like everybody else does it around this time, just like every, whenever we think of a prospect. Because I, I think the only, and this is just my opinion, I think the only can't-miss prospect in this draft is Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. I do. I think this, I think, and the tackle for Penn State. Yeah. Oh, Olu Fashano? Yeah. That's, that's a man right Boy, there. Boy, I really like Brock Bowers a lot, too. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah. That goes without I saying. He feels pretty, pretty close just, to can't miss. I just think, you know, and that's the thing about it when you have so, – that's why I always ask when, when you look at certain positions and when there's certain positions that are all, like, projected in the first top ten picks, whatever there's multiple position players at the position. You all, I always ask myself, how evenly graded are these mm-hmm. guys? Because we look at the three receivers that are projected to be top two. You look at Marvin Harris Jr., you look at Dunze, and you look at Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, how closely graded are they? Now, I know all three of them dudes is ballers. Mm-hmm. They are straight, straight up ballers. Yeah, I don't think you're going wrong if you're getting you know, any one of those three And that's guys. the thing about it. And that's how I view these three quarterbacks. Would you have that same opinion about the three quarterbacks, the same way you would have about these receivers? Not quite. I, I think that I feel similarly about – Two and three. Mm-hmm. I think Drake May and um, and Jaden Daniels are really close and both really, really good. Right. And I think situation is going to matter a lot for those guys because right. you know how that goes for quarterbacks. Right. Like, you know, you get in the wrong spot and you can just struggle for a couple of years because you're just not protected. I think Caleb Williams is going to be good no matter where he goes. Okay. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little too high on him. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, I think he's exactly what you want in a quarterback these days. I think Harrison is above those other two guys. Mm-hmm. I think. They're both very good in in terms of neighbors and Odunze, mm. but I guess no. I guess I do view it similarly because right. I think I think Caleb Williams is up there, and then the next two guys are similar, very good, but similar. Uh, and then I think Harrison is way up there, and I think Odunze and neighbors are very good, but not quite on the same level. Okay, like I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to the Hall. Of I fans. do too. Like man. I think that guy is going to Canton. Like, like that guy's going to go into the NFL and just dominate like, for as long as I, he wants to, and then he's going to Canton. And I, I think, I, and I don't like the the one player I looked at as a receiver is like, like damn. Was like 
was Calvin. When I, yeah. saw, when I saw Calvin, I was like, damn. When I saw Fitz, yeah, I was Larry like, Fitzgerald, exactly, damn, exactly. You know, when I saw guys like that at the receiver position, that's what like. When I see Marvin Harrison, that's what I was like, damn. Me too, me too. Yeah, even though he got compiled over there, you know, by Bullard. Well, you get hit sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but that's the reason they lost. So they wanted we had Marvin Harrison. Yeah, you get hit sometimes. Yeah. You know, football yeah. is football. Yeah. <laughs> it got blasted. You know what? The ball was up in the air for a really long time. You know, everybody's looking up. What are you going to do? I know who wasn't looking up. Not Bullard. <laughs> Bullard was looking straight at his chest plate, and he put his shoulder know, right through the middle I know, of it. I know who wasn't looking up. Yeah, no, right yeah, through but his I mean, obviously chest plate. It's, uh, we, they've been talking to everything, and I remember when Terry was talking about, you know, before Ra and everybody moved here to Atlanta, how they were talking. I, I was texting him at like 5 in the morning. I'm just like, I'll be laying there with your, with, your, with your lay in the bed, your phone ringing, and you know who it is. <laughs> Damn. What up, Ra? Yeah. Because it's probably two in the morning out there. Two in the morning, two in the the morning out on the West Coast. And he, he go, or ding, whatever. Uh, whatever, uh, Terry, I got something. I got an idea. I got an idea, Terry. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, in terms of these two guys, yeah. like, who's out-energying the other I don't know, because you know I, mean? I know both of them got high energy. They're right up there. If, it, hold on. You're a damn NFL GM. You don't sleep. No, you don't. And also, yeah. Terry Fontenot seems to me like one of those guys, and I'm like this. I don't know if you are or not, but, like, I'm one of those guys that if you call me and wake me up, uh-huh. I'm going to try to pretend like I wasn't asleep. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, what's going on? Uh, no, no, I wasn't asleep. Uh, yes, you were. It's 4.30 in the morning. No, 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 I was up. I was man. up. I was up. I was already up. Yeah. Like, Terry Fontenot strikes me as a guy that wants you to think he was up, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was working on I, my draft I, board. I was, what are you talking about, I'm doing about, my draft man. board. Hey, I've already had three three protein shakes. Yeah. I've walked on the elliptical. Yeah, I was doing a little, yeah. a little lower body. What yeah. do you mean? What are you doing? Yeah, just making going on. That's my, that's me though. When I'm up that early, and then I'll, I like I open up my Twitter, and it's be like comments from the night before. And I do, try my best at 4:30 in the morning not to answer <laughs> the tweets because I'm like I don't, I'm up here with the damn I'm up here with you know the you know with everybody with the with the what they call the overnight shift people. Yes, and I'm, I'm with up, you. I'm up here laughing at tweets at somebody <laughs> at somebody sit uh, that I sit out before I went to bed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, I can't I can't respond. To I try now. not. Especially if it's, you know, try, try to avoid any sort of negative interactions on Twitter anyway, because what's the point? Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to respond to a negative comment, I try to wait for the sun to come up. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I rushed to get out of bed to uh, argue with you on Twitter. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, if somebody said something like, oh, that sucked, you're dumb, you don't know what you're talking about, right. and like 1130 and I was uh-huh. already asleep. Uh-huh. And I happen to wake up when my, li- my wife leaves for work at like 4 a.m. or something uh-huh. like that, and I look at my phone. I can't tweet that guy back at 4 a.m. because it looks like I got up at 4 a.m. to argue with that guy. I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to tweet it. 4 a.m. and you say something crazy. I'm going to say something crazy. I'll let the sun come. I'm going to say something crazy. I don't wait. I'll let the birds chirp first and then I'll chirp back. With the birds chirping, put you in a good mood? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, also, if I wait longer, then maybe I won't respond to the guy. Yeah, but I don't really want to respond to the guy. Yeah, Terry be up when when, ding, he land down and ding. (sighs) What up, Raw? Hey, Terry. Yeah. I got a new idea. That's the question for Terry Fontenot as he joins us right now. How many times over the last three weeks since Raheem Morris has been hired has he woken you up out of a slumber calling you with a, with a new idea that he's got? <laughs> Andy, Randy, what's up, guys? What's up, brother? So that's, it's, it's unreal. It, it, it definitely has happened, but not just him. It's Now it's starting to happen with, with Jimmy and with Zach. How about this? Zach had just had a baby, okay? He was at the hospital, and I got a text from him, same thing. It was like 5 a.m., texting him he had an idea about something he had literally it was the he had just signed his contract here and was at the hospital with his wife and he's texting me about something i'm like brother don't you have other things that are more important to be thinking about than football and then he's here a few days later and and he's rolling so it's it's the cool thing is not not just with raheem but there's like-minded from 
from Jimmy and, um, and and obviously from Zach and then Marquise was already here, but the coordinators and it filters on down. Everybody has that same energy and that same passion. I know you're at the, at the combine, but I wanted to get some because this could affect the combine. Last Friday, we saw that the uh, the salary cap t- took a big leap and everything. How does that, uh, you know, mirror your evaluation if you're talking about maybe there's a free agent that we probably couldn't get, but now we got more money, so we may be able to get on on them. And how does it affect you possibly where you're going to select in the draft? Yeah, I, I would say we we basically it, it was it, it's more than we anticipated, and um, it, it's clear like the league said it's unprecedented that growth and it's really unbelievable when you look at uh, somebody sent me a, a sheet that work shows from from 94 to now and how much growth the league has had and it's, it really is unbelievable uh the the our mindset with the cap is okay these are the must needs and wants and we have to get these things and we have to um make sure we, we hit these and because it's not just the cap it's the cash it's what you're willing to do Luckily, we have an owner that's willing to spend, and he's very aggressive, and he doesn't mind spending a lot of money at any point because some places you can have cap space, but they're they're not willing to, to spend the cash to get. So that's where we have that support from ownership, and so we know regardless of what the cap is, whether it's more or less, we know we can kind of figure out ways to do it. But but that said, when we saw that number, we were excited. Sure. We were too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know what the conversation is, Terry. Everybody's talking quarterback. You get it. Um, earlier this offseason, you were on the radio station and asked about it, and you said the, the path towards pursuing quarterbacks was wide open in every direction. As you're further along in the process now, a few more weeks down the road, is, is there any path that's becoming more appealing to you? I think it's, uh, it's, it just really confirms the more information we get, spending more time with the staff and going through it, the more information we get, it just confirms that we're there are so many options and, and, and things. There's so many ways to do it and to be successful doing it, whether it's the draft, whether it's uh, free agency, whether it's via trade. And so, and we're still, as we're here, you gather more and more information um, about these players. You continue to go through evaluations. So there are a lot of different ways that we can do it. And I'm very confident and excited uh, going as we're right in the midst of this process because I have a lot of confidence in our building, the people that are in our building, and I know we're going to get it right. What is the main thing you're looking for in that position right now, Terry, because of the fact is that it, it's, it's, it's the most important position in, in the sport, you know, as far as the quarterback position and everything like that, and you're up there evaluating and all those different things when you look at these prospects. But, I mean, even from the free agency part about it, the draft, what's on your roster right now, what are you looking for mainly, you and Rod looking for mainly in a guy that's going to be able to lead this team? Yeah, you just said it in your question. It's it's the right leader. And obviously you have to have the right. You have to be a good football player. And different players do it different ways. You have to be an effective football player, right? You have to be able to come in. And the pieces that we have, the pieces that we add, you have to be able to come in and be a multiplier and make those players around you better. You have to – so we need the right skill set, the right talent. But you just, again, said at the end, you got to have you got to have the right leader. And, and the right person that's going to come in. It's about that makeup and make sure we bring the right person because it is. There's, there's no position that is looked at more and dissected more. There's no permit, uh, position that has more pressure on it. And so we have to get the right human being and then make sure the skill set fits, um, fits what we're looking for. And that's who? <laughs> yeah, who is it? 
I love y'all. Always do that. You act them quick, and I promise, man, one of these times, y'all are going to get me. Because you, you, when you're smooth and when you do it, one of these times, we're going to get me. And, and since we're live, it's, there's going to be no turning back. Right. Yeah, we're going to break it break it wide <laughs> open that day. Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot joining us. I do want to follow up on that, though. Like, in, in the pursuit of that guy, like, we understand it's somebody, and it's probably a name we've said, whether it's a draft, trade, free agent, whatever. Whenever we talk about it between the two of us or with listeners or whatever, the word risk always comes up. Going that path is too risky. They're all risky. <laughs> whatever path you choose yep. is risky. Is there one that you view in terms of acquiring the quarterback as the safest? Uh, I don't, man, that's a good, because you can look at history, right? And you can look at history and say, okay, whether it's, in the draft or or in free agency or via trade where things have gone really well mm-hmm. or really bad. And we can look at someone that – an investment in free agency that, again, really well or really bad. You can look at a big trade that really well or really bad. And the same thing via draft. You just got to get it right. It, it, it's got to be the right person. And you have to go through that process and make sure they fit the culture and make sure they fit the skill set you're looking for. And, and it is. Yes, it, it's all – it's all risky, and, and that's what we're doing. There, there's nothing – if it was easy, then everyone would have it and everyone would so, – so it's not It's not easy. But I have a lot of confidence because of the people in our building that we will get it right. And you can look at any avenue and you can weigh the pros and cons of it and say this is why we shouldn't or this is why we should. But, again, have a lot of confidence in the people in our building. Terry, last year during the free agency period, you were, we went a lot more on defense as far as free agency spending and all those different things. Do you see it maybe changing around this year as far as what you need defensively is filling some holes and off, offensively maybe a wide receiver, quarterback, or somebody like that? Do you see a difference going into this offseason? Well, the, the way we go through that process is we have the – you go through and you really look at what's available because free agency is unique, yeah. right, because there's it, – it's – okay, why are we getting a Jesse Bates? Why is he going to get out of that building in Cincinnati, right? Why is David Anyamata getting out that building or or Caden Ellis? Why are those guys? So we really have to assess it because when we're looking at free agents, you have to really make sure you figure out why they're moving because you think we're going to let really good players. Now Raheem's over here messing with me. I'm sorry, but you really think we're going to let people out of uh, the building that fit our makeup and fit our culture and have a good skill. We're not going to do that. So, why are they leaving out of those buildings? And then in free agency, you have to be selective and just get the best players that you can. You can't just pigeonhole yourself and say, okay, we would only do this in free agency. You have to make sure you get the right guys. But whatever you do, that does affect every other part. So what we make sure we do is we take a look. We have free agency. we got trades. we got the draft. These are the areas that we have to hit. And let's look at every avenue that we can do and then – again, you have to be flexible because whatever you decision you make in free agency, it is going to affect all those other parts. And y'all look, anytime we talk to a coach or a general manager, anyone who's played one of the, the conversations about learning is learning from what you've done in the past, whether it worked or whether it didn't or whatever. A lot of the folks in, in that building, you, your personnel folks were involved in last year's decision to, to make Desmond Ritter the starter. What can you guys learn from that decision headed into this process? Yeah, I think you, you learn from, uh, again, like you said, everything that you do in, in regards to a lot of different decisions. And we didn't win enough games last year, right? And so you can take one specific decision and say, okay, this is why we didn't win enough games. But there's a lot of reasons when you really take a look at it. And you have to look at every area of the building, everything on the field. And 
uh, what are all those areas and what do we need to do differently? And we've done that. We continue to do that. And that's the goal. It's not just about one specific decision. It's about looking at every single area and what can make us better. And, and ultimately, every decision we make, how we're going to win the most games possible and how we're going to build a sustained winner. So um, whatever decision, you can look at whatever we did last year and, and you look at the results of it. And all we're trying to do is to make sure that we improve, move forward, and we're going to make sure we do that. One one last chance. Who are you guys going to draft? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to draft a really good player, whether it's at eight, whether it's above eight, whether it's below eight. We're okay. going to draft a really good player, and we're going to keep going through there the draft. Go. And we're gonna, so you're trading you know, up. You're trading up. There you go, Terry. Trading up is what you're saying. We may even throw in a few trades, man. We'll there see. But it's, it's going to be a fun offseason, and I have no doubt that we're going to get it right, and we're going to be rolling uh, once that season opens, wherever it is. We appreciate, appreciate it, Terry. Appreciate you, Terry, you. as always, man. Appreciate y'all. Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot there. I mean, if you remove some of the words in that last answer, (laughs) you said we're going to trade up, up. maybe even before eight. Yeah. Now, if you include all the words, he said maybe trade back. So they might not do that. Yeah. They might draft at eight or make a trade before they get to the draft. Yeah. Uh, Always fun trying to get Terry Fontenot to answer our questions. But he's trying to slide (laughs) in. Who you going to pick? Who you going to pick? Who you going to take? Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure they they probably don't even. Uh, I, I bet they don't. Oh yeah, because, I bet they don't. I mean, there's still so much, and I mean, even after the combine and everything, because the one thing it, it's we look at it as far as you know, the draft picks and the college players working out and everything, but it's all about what goes on after St. Elmo's. After everybody went to Elmo's, got the, that overrated shrimp cocktail. Yes, I said it. <laughs> uh, and then you yeah. get to go and you go somewhere, and I don't know where it is, but that's where the line starts. And the room start, where that, it happens. The room where it happens. Yeah. All right, the, where the magic happens. Where the contract extensions are negotiated. Where the trades are negotiated. Mm-hmm. There's a place. I don't know where it is in Indianapolis, but there's a place where all that goes down. That's what I care about more than than anything. Yeah, no, that's the most important yeah, that's part most important of it. Thing. And, like, and, this, is, this is cool. You work sure, it out and everything. Sure, 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 but sure. everything else, all that line, Yeah, that's the most important. Yeah, all, exactly. All, all the deceiving, all yes. the deception, yes. all the smoke screens, all that kind of yes. stuff, the deals that get cut, that kind of stuff. And here's the thing. I have to think, you know, I, I wanted to ask him. We kind of didn't have a, a ton of time to talk to Terry Fontenot. I know we'll get a chance to talk to him again as the offseason rolls on. I do wonder how his role, just in terms of, okay, he's now in his fourth offseason. Right, this is his fourth Correct. combine, fourth draft, Correct. fourth off season as the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons. Um, but it's his first off season post Arthur Smith. Right, right? first off season post what just happened last year. How different is his role? Like, how, how different is is his his voice in that room in terms of Flower Ranch? But also there, like people know him better. People yeah. have made trades with him before. Like people have dealt with Terry Fontenot in the league as a general manager. Like the longer you can stay in that seat, mm-hmm. the easier it is. I have to think, or at least the more comfortable you are in those rooms that we're talking about making those negotiations, making yeah. those deals. I think that you know it's all about, and, and this is in any business is relationship. It, it is yeah. now. There's some relationships that. And you look at it from a competitive advantage that you don't trade within the division some most times and everything. Now we've seen it plenty of times. We've seen it, you know, where um, where you you trade a player in conference or something like that or in division and all that. But not really does that happen, you know. But not, it's not to say that you don't sign a player or for a free agent and everything. Uh, and and it's always what he was talking about when I was asking him about the offseason. Like when you're courting or signing free agents, you always want to know why they're there available. Now, is it because, you know, you don't – one, they wanted too much money. They're no longer fit here. 
where are they? Where does how does this how does this team view this player as far as where he at is at in his career? How do we view him? Can we get five or five or six more years out of him? You know, there's so many different things that go into signing free agents, but I mean, you got that bread. And you know, you're looking at different things that I saw there's a couple of D tackles that we were talking about. Baltimore is going they said they're going to try to get a deal with um Justin, I say his last name, Mamad- Matabuki. Matabuki. I think. They said they're going to try to get a deal with him. If not, they're going to franchise him. Just saw Chris Jones, their GM, both parties want to get a contract done. So those are two off my damn wish list. I have not heard of Dino Hunter yet, though. Okay. So maybe maybe that could be it. Give him some money. Give him some money. Um, and I, that was a good, it was a fun story about Zach Robinson. Yeah. He's in the hospital. His wife just gives birth to a baby. He's thinking about, but we've you've been there. I've been there. There's not really much going on. It isn't. Once I mean, the what, baby gets born. Once the baby like, gets born, all you do is just get woke up every damn hour. I know, but so, there's nurses. Like, you're, you, you, there's dude, plenty of time to think about the football team. I'm just saying, dog. I'm I, not giving I, Zach I, Robinson I, too much credit. I was like, I was okay. going to tell, tell them people, hey, man, can I get another room? <laughs> all right. This coming in every hour to check and see the baby breathing. Don't y'all got machines for that? Well, I just remember, like, the first time dude. they were like, can we, can we take him into the nursery? I was like, yeah, take him. <laughs> take him. Bring him, bring him back when it's time to go. Just not me. Hey, with the first baby, it's like no, don't take her. I yeah. want to. I want to view her, uh, her, her, her essence as a nah. Take him. And it wasn't because Get him I, out of here. It ain't because I don't want the baby in there. It's because I don't want your ass in here. No, it's because I want this. I want. I don't want the baby in here or the nurse in here. I'll have plenty of time with the baby yeah. when we go home in two days. I want to go to sleep. That's me. Right? I, Plus, yeah. I snuck a bottle of booze in here. Me and her about to have a little do fun. You worried, do you, do you huh? worry about that sneaking the booze in? the I don't know. I mean, I said sneak, right? Yeah, so. you did. No, brother. We have, I come in with the cooler. <laughs> come in with the cooler. Anyway, I'm just saying, Zach Robinson had plenty of time yes. in the hospital think, to think about the offense. There's a lot of downtime after the baby arrives. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Raheem Morris is going to join us live from Indy as well. Sounds like he was messing with Terry Fontenot during the interview, trying to, trying to distract him. Uh, he could have distracted him better. We could have got an answer about who they're going to draft. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there. Welcome back to the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Andy Bunker. Randy McMichael. Two brothers from another mother. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Tuesday afternoon, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. (laughs) Uh, Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Thanks to Falcons General Manager Terry Fontenot for spending a few minutes with us uh, about 20 minutes ago live from Indy for the scouting combine. Raheem Morris, Falcons head coach, is going to join us in a couple minutes as well. Our first chance to talk to Raheem Morris as Falcons head coach. Yep. Then we talked to him a few years back when he was the interim and he all did. that kind of stuff, certainly when he was a part of the staff before that. But haven't had a chance to talk to him since he's been named the head coach. And uh, we'll check in with him in a minute or two. Yeah, man. I mean, the thing with, you know, you want to be able to – because you're not going to get what you want to hear. I mean, they're not going to give – I mean, I, I'm reading a lot of coach because all the coaches – well. The coaches that are there and general managers are there because some head coaches don't want to be there. But you hear them talking about all the, the stuff that we're talking about. You hear a lot from Brian Poles talking about what they're going to do with his number one pick. He has yeah. come out and said that if they do make a move, if they do move Justin Fields, it will be before free agency to give to do right by him. Right. You know, so it won't be something that they're going to hang on to him to draft night or anything like that. He that's just what he said. Now, yeah. That you know, and that's probably the most significant answer yes. we've gotten from anyone. Uh, from the combine thus far, because right. that that's at least a little bit of a timeline. Yes. Now it's still an if, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. If we trade him, yes. we'll do it before free agency. Yes. Uh, now we might not trade him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, he didn't say yeah. they were going to do it. That's very similar. Look, we we know what it's going to be with Terry Fontenot. We love talking to him. It is part of his job to keep it close to the vest. I don't think it does him any favors to come on here and be like, "Yeah, we're going to aggressively try to trade into the top three. Yeah. Because then people know, and then obviously he's not going to do that. So. I, I do like when we get Line. folks. I don't think he lied. I yeah. mean, he said, we may pick at eight, yep. we may trade up, or we may trade back. Those yep. are literally the three options. Yep. Those are the three Th- things, that, are you three things that you can do. So it's not untrue. No. It's just not anything, which, again, I, I don't blame him for that. That's part of what it is this time of year to make sure you don't give away any of your secrets. It, more than anything, is just trying to talk about the type of guy yep. that they want at that position. Um you want a Again, damn winner. Nothing unexpected you from, a, from what you – Yeah, you want, damn winner. you want a leader. Yeah. You want a winner. You want a guy that – what do they Force always talk multiplier. about? Traits. They, they, there's like certain traits that they look for. I think those are winning and leading and I don't know what else good. Being good. Being good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being, Being good. talented at quarterback. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the main thing we got, and I was reading this quote because I didn't transcribe it, but uh, some of our listeners and coworkers transcribed some of what Terry Fontenot said. Uh, here a quote. It's the right leader. Obviously, you have to be an effective football player and be a multiplier. Uh, but if you have the right leader, get the right human being and make the skill set fit. So really, it's we know it's going to be a human. Yes, we know it's going to be a human, and he's got to be skillful at throwing the football. Okay. But, okay. Good. But yeah, thanks, Harry. Good. But I mean, you you got to get you, you. It's 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 always hard to replace a quarterback. Like not everybody is is as blessed as been as as freaking uh, Green Bay to be able to. <laughs> Nobody you know, is you know, blessed. Nobody's as Green blessed Bay. as Green Bay to have no that one. longevity. Of starting quarterback, and then the next guy that comes in seems like he's the one too. You know what? Yeah, it's and crazy. it all started be- because because of this. What happened? They got him from here. Oh yeah, that's it all right. started right no, here. No, he had to. Leave. No, he had to leave. Yeah. I understand that. No, no, I understand. Buckhead Brett had to get out of here. Yeah, he had to get I get out of here. Dog. But yeah. it did all start. Yeah, it did. It got him up out of yeah. here, and then he went there, and he was the quarterback yeah. forever, and yeah. broke all the records. Oh, yeah. And then the guy took over for him, and he was the quarterback forever, and he broke a bunch of records. And yeah. now it looks like Jordan Love's going to be really good too. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player. But man. it did all did all start with a Falcons trade. It all comes back to here. If you want to follow, all roads lead back to Atlanta. If you want to follow the roads, I got ma- I got a map that does that. <laughs> 
It all leads back to here. It all leads back to, back here, man. But th- yeah, this is, um, you know, when you uh, – I was talking about the, the combine and everything because the, the medicals are the most important thing. More, more than more than anything that's just it. The medical for some players is more important than sure. we all know that. Sure. But they can make everybody if you never had nothing wrong with you, they put your ass in the damn machine. Yeah, but they will find yeah. stuff. And, and, and that's honestly great, you find stuff that you like that you probably had in college. Sure. You know? But sometimes they find stuff like with guys' hearts yes, and stuff was actually played, really great. But you played with this in high school, right. college and everything. But it's and like, hey, you might want to get this looked at. Yeah. You got a weird heart murmur. Yeah, dog. And then they do and that's good. Yeah, they find they find everything they can, man. It's it's a it's a it's a tiring thing, dog. It's so tired because you got to do all these interviews and it's like it's like speed dating. Mm-hmm. It's like speed dating, but these guys have the uh the the the, the job of giving you money. You know, we are. So it's like speed dating a sugar mama. Yeah, that's what the NFL is. Speed yeah. dating a sugar mama at the combine. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> exactly what it is. Speed dating a sugar mama is with the combine. Pretty is. much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> As we transition to the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Raheem Morris, who joins us right now. Our first opportunity to talk to, to Coach Morris as the head coach of the team. What Congratulations, up, what up, Coach. coach. Andy and Randy, I don't know what you guys were just talking about, about speed dating. Yeah, we're trying um, to. We're just, we're just trying I to relate to combine. To do with that. <laughs> you never did that as a single man. Never, never a speed date for you. Oh man, I mean, you know, the speed date is sugar mama. You guys are crazy, man. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, coach. Well, yeah, congratulations, man. We're we're just so happy and everything for you being back in Atlanta and everything. And as you go on to this new journey, and, and we know we, we're going to get to the quarterback and all those different things. But I want you, as you've been evaluating your roster so far, what are you away from being a playoff contending team? You know, it, it's so exciting to be able to come back to Atlanta to have some familiar faces that you already knew, um, some of the guys that were kind of built when we were here before, and we were able to do some of those things like the Chris Lynchons, the, the Caleb McGarry, some of the guys you see playing well, Grady Jarris, the A.J. Terrell, and things of that nature. But some of the acquisition that Kerry and some of the new staff members and some of our scouts have brought in and some of the old coaches that they brought in with the Kyle Pitts and the Bijan Robinsons of the world and even the Drake Lunges and some of the different people like that that you've seen these guys come in and really be really productive players and really do a nice job of going out there and formulate what you want to get going. And then obviously, man, the elephant in the room is, you know, having to add that quarterback that can make a difference, right? That quarterback that you win because of and not despite of, or that quarterback that can actually go out there and win you the game and change the game for you or change how you do yourself from a whole entire organization, uh, not just from a game-to-game standpoint, but from a whole perspective. And I think um, they've done such a good job of of putting that all together um, that we are very close and we feel very confident that we're going to be able to build a winner here um, and be able to sustain that thing for a long time. What have the last three weeks been like? I know we had the introductory press conference three Mondays ago, getting the staff together, traveling, talking, meeting, all of this kind of stuff. What, just timeline-wise, like what's been going on in your world as the head coach of the Falcons over the last three weeks? You know, I, I kind of used to the guys today all, all throughout the day that it's just, just a competitive urgency going on right now, right? There's uh, the, the, the element of getting together and discussing people that you want to bring in with the Falcon ethos and how you want to bring those people in. And then there's the whole communication factor between my coaching staff, our scouting departments, um, the general manager, myself, all the, all the heads of the departments, and making sure that we're all on the same page in order to get us going in the right direction and how quickly we can get there. The next part about all that stuff is just combining all that and getting people together to talk about the things that you have, the things that you want, the things that you need, and then moving forward and then obviously bringing us to this college standpoint where there's another way to acquire people and acquire, and, and, and acquire guys to your team of 
how do we implement all of our things that we want to get done in a short amount of time and having just this competitive urgency instead of this frantic urgency to feel that you got to do it today as opposed to building this thing so it can survive and be long-term winning. When, when you, we, were, we were talking to you earlier, and I asked him a question because, you know, you're a part of that this evaluation, a part of putting this team together, and, you know, the salary cap goes up, Reem, and now all of a sudden you got more money than you probably thought you were going to have going into free agency, and now there's, a, there's these certain guys, we call them uh, war daddies, these defensive ends, like, you know, I don't want to call them names, so I want to get you in trouble. I saw people already trying to get you. But these <laughs> war daddies at these positions, do you think that with this extra loot you got, does that give you an opportunity to maybe even, maybe think about them now that you know that you have this extra money? You know, we, we've been in the process of thinking about that before we even knew we had it uh-huh. because of the projections of the NFL, right? The projections of the NFL has done nothing but go up, you know, because of episodes and shows like we're doing right now and all of the, the popularity of the sport. Um, you can project that things are going in the right direction and you may have a little bit more than expected. But you got to always prepare for, like you mentioned, those war daddies. you always got to prepare for those guys that you want to acquire to your team that may cost a little bit more, um, that, that's been on different teams, that's proven in commodities, and now you can go invest and those people and try to get those people to leave some of their respective buildings. Now, with all that being said, it always goes back to the people, right? You got to be able to bring people into your building that you feel comfortable being around the people in your building. And that's a big part of what we're doing in this process right now. Also, you know, learning those people, talking to people that have been around those people, having a chance to bring those guys into your building without naming names and who they are and what they look like and, and being able to talk to that process with everybody. And I think that's a part of it for us. Falcons head coach Raheem Morris joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. One of the, one of the, kind of what you were just talking about there, one of the big words that was talked about in the introductory press conference and since has been collaboration, collaborating between you and Terry Fontenot and the coaching staff and all of that. Collaboration doesn't always mean agreeing on everything, though, right? Like, obviously, there's going to be disagreements on a player or a vision or something. When there are those moments of disagreement between you and Terry or coaches or whatever, what does that look like? You know, for me, it's about having a high level of communication, and with that high level of communication, it has to be direct, it has to be honest, and more importantly, it has to be ongoing, right? And, and I think if you keep those things in your communication background and you're able to talk things out, that allows me to have empathy for anything that anybody's saying, whoever I'm asking, right? I could put myself in Terry's shoes, I could put myself in Kyle Smith's shoes, I could put myself in a Ryan Pace's shoes and see his vision or feel his vision. And I have the ability there to disagree or agree um, with the people. And at that point, that's when we implement and use more people to involve to help us narrow down to us getting on the same page to what we need to do. So, like, I don't think it's an end-all, be-all with me. I don't think it's an end-all, be-all with Terry. I think we want to use the smart, intelligent people that we have in place and be able to use those guys to formulate and help us get to the decision that we all will be comfortable with at the end of the day. Right, you're going to be, you and Terry and your staff, you're going to be um, you know, interviewing hundreds of these kids up there, getting to know them and everything like that. What is the one thing that you want to take away from one of these young men as you sit there and say, this kid might be a Falcon? You know, I, I love when, when guys get in those rooms and they have the ability to get uncomfortable in those rooms and you're sitting there with the light on you with a bunch of people sitting around you don't know. I love to see when those guys' personality and they get really comfortable in those spaces, right? Because we're in uncomfortable environments all the time playing this game. You're in uncomfortable environments just all the time doing what we do. So those guys that thrive and they shine in those uncomfortable environments are the guys that we love to be able to bring a part of us. We're those guys that we love and want to make them a part of what we do. And when you find those guys, they, they, they stand out. And they stand out in a good way. And it's about adding those kind of guys to what we want to do here. 
How do you how do you blow one of those interviews? Like if you're really like honestly, like how, how, what what can someone do in one of those interviews and and you walk out of it like, well, that guy doesn't have the Falcons ethos. We're not interested in him. Like what what's the worst thing someone could do in that situation? Andy, it's it's really simple. Like it's an honesty driven business, and if you can't trust people that you're around. Um, you're going to have real issues, you know, and that's just in life in general. But like bringing a guy in without that honest feel or, or that honest, that honest thought process for me um, is one of those deal breakers. You know, um, you want that guy to be absolutely honest. Um, there are a lot of things that we know because of our research that's happened in people's past. And then you want to see people be accountable, people be honest and go through that process with you. So in order for you to make those decisions that you want to bring them apart of it or not. Hey, Rod, I, last time I knew you were on the station, your, your staff wasn't complete. It is fully complete. I'm assuming that everybody is here. And you come from a place out there in L.A. where they, they, they call it the tree, the McVeigh tree or the Shanahan tree. How important is it to have the Raheem Morris tree with some of your coaches while, while, you're, while they're up under the umbrella of what you're, what you're coaching them? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if um, coaches really get involved in the whole tree thing mm-hmm. until you're at that point where you become – uh, retired and you move on, you get a chance to look back. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what happens for us, whether it be McVeigh, whether it's been Shanahan, whether it's been whoever, Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, I think for those guys, you want to see your people have success and you want to be a part of their personal development along with their, their football development. And if you can have that kind of success and be able to help people see different walks of life or behind the curtain, so to speak, to help them get to that next spot, I think we all get a certain amount of pride about that. You know, like when you talk to whoever I've worked with or for, um, they all had touched me in different ways and helped me become a better coach than I am now than I was from the beginning. And I think that's the important part for all of us and what we want to do. Falcons head coach Raheem Morris joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. I want to go back just for a minute to what you were talking about in some of the interview process. And obviously anyone you're going to talk to, you guys have done some research on. I wonder how different the research process is now with guys versus maybe how it was 10, 15 years ago, because there's just so much info. Like guys live their lives on social media uh, and then do podcasts talking about social media. Like, is it easier to know who you're talking to before you talk to them these days? You know, the media has absolutely 100% changed the game from a financial standpoint and also a knowledge standpoint. And when you go back and you can find history and years back of detailed information about what a person is and who a person is, um, you, it's very useful for us coming into the situation, having an idea. Um, again, you don't want to judge anybody um, by what everybody else says or what may have happened in the past. You still want to get a chance to be around them, but you get so much more information uh, in this day and age than we were able to get back then um, that, you know, it, it, it's, changed the, it's changed the game. It's changed the acquisition of talent um, for us all. So you trading up, trading back? What are you going to do? Uh, hey, yeah, I Terry mean, told I mean, Terry us. Told Terry already us told us. So so you can, he, he told us, us the process. Either yeah, you're trading up know. or trading back or standing at eight. So, I mean, obviously we can get something out of you. You know, here it is, right? You cannot um, say uh, in an open book context that, that – we're not collaborators because we're going to tell you the same thing. We may go up. <laughs> we may sit tight. Yeah. Right? But well all done. options are on the table. And I believe uh, Barry and I have done a great job of uh, making that really clear um, yeah. to everybody that's involved within our building and out. 
You guys collaborated yeah, I mean, the hell out of that answer. Hell, I mean, it sounded yeah. exactly a damn that one. Down. <laughs> I had one. I got one more. I got one because sort of going back to to '09 in Tampa uh, when you were the head coach there, and it was a rookie quarterback that season. Obviously, you've been a part of staffs that have had veteran quarterbacks uh, over the last handful of years. Certainly here in Atlanta. How is your job different as head coach if there's a rookie starting quarterback week one this coming season or if there's a veteran starting quarterback week one this coming season? You know, that's, a, that's a huge difference. You know, like when you get a rookie quarterback, you're learning that guy and you're trying to teach him uh, what his uh, roles and responsibilities are along with getting him comfortable and finding his rhythm and routine, right, and being able to put people around him that can help him do that. And you have some people that would be a little bit more um, – caught up a little faster to know kind of what they want to do and how they want to do it. You can help them. Um, but, you know, it's a big difference between a rookie and a veteran. Uh, acquiring a veteran, obviously, you'll have a guy that's coming in with some rhythm and some roles and um, kind of knows his routine. And then that's about being supportive. And then how do you support that person at the highest level? And how do you get those things done within the framework of how we want to work out Falcon organization? So I think all those things being to coming into play, is how you got to think about the process. You know, what's the support system behind your younger player? Hey, what's the support system behind a player that's going to come in that's got a rhythm and routine? Um, who does he like to talk to? Um, who are the people that make him comfortable when it, when, it, when the game is on the line? Um, how all those things work, right? We've been fortunate to be around a Matt Ryan here. Mm-hmm. And what was really important about having a guy like Matt Ryan and playing at a high level was his backup, right? Whether it was Matt Schaub or whether it was TJ Yates and those people that were putting those positions of support. Like, those things are key and critical um, and, and, and just as much for a rookie as it is for a veteran. And I, and I think you got to surround guys with the people that need to be around in order to have the ultimate success. Um, that's just how, I, you know, that's, I, can go on all, I can go on for days about this, but would you, that would is you, a really critical point. Would you prefer one over the other? You know, um, obviously you can never say what you prefer, mm-hmm. right? you got to put yourself and go through these stages of, hey, here's your scenario A, here's your scenario B, here's your scenario C, here's scenario D, but you got to have all these scenarios for your succession plan. And, and, and that's what we got in place right now and how we're going to move forward, right? And then at the end of this thing, we make our decision, you'll probably come back and ask me, was it A, B, D, or C? <laughs> I will. I am. I'm going to ask you that. that. And when you make that decision, it's always going to be A. Hey, Ra, you tell Lance Schultz. <laughs> yeah, you're going to tell us A. Exactly. Hey, hey, Ra, you tell Lance Schultz that Randy McMichael said, it's on site when I see him for that hit in 04. Right? He was my teammate in 05, <laughs> so we were together. But you tell him it's on site. Oh four, right? Hey, Randy, he 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 looks really good right now. He's uh-huh. in shape. Uh-huh. Um, he's he's lifting a bunch in the morning with the coaching staff, uh-huh. and um, he, he's looking like he can still play. Randy, I'm just telling you, you might want to just ease off that. Tell him bit. it's on it's on site, <laughs> on site. <laughs> Coach, thank you. I Appreciate it, it Coach. Thank you. All right, have a good one, man. All right, Raheem Morris, there, Atlanta Falcons head coach, live from Indy. What do you think? Do you think you're scared? Oh, no. you've been lifting. I've been lifting, lifting them beers. With <laughs> <laughs> Kids, hey, you pick up kids enough, you know. Yeah. That's what dad's there strength we go. is, you know. There we go, man. That upper body. Yeah, they do. My shoulders have never been stronger. Yeah, it's choreographed. <laughs> it's choreographed. Like, did he hand him the, did yeah. he have, did he hand him the, the index know. card? Here. Here. Here it is. <laughs> Here when they ask you what we're going to do in the draft. Here it is. <laughs> All right. Anyway, fun times. Fun talking to both of those guys. Always love talking to Terry Fontenot. Cool to talk to Raheem Morris for the first time as the official head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Haven't had a chance to talk to him in a couple of years. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll get to the uh, big story of the day to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.